0: Quick, Paul. Who likes sun-dried tomatoes? Uh, Paul? No. They're fine. They're, they're good. Awful. Tomatoes it's like, are the devil's fruit. They're nice and squeezy. Oh, they're, they're, in your, they're in your totally mouth. They're sharp, and you put them in a sandwich. It's like that.
1: Oh. I don't understand the problem here. This All is not what this is about.
0: And I just looked at Skylar Balvis, the director of design at Postlight, and Matt Quintanilla, who is the head of design and partner at Postlight. Welcome guys to Track Changes. Thanks. Thank you for having us. It's great to have you. And they came all the way here from their desks, Paul.
1: About two and a half feet away. <laughs> do you um, ever
0: hear us through the glass?
2: Occasionally.
0: All the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. But I want to just, you know, I, I like being the outsider here. Design, historically has been like something that's beautiful and something that, you know, evokes emotion. And what I've learned over the years and I come from from sort of the classic product management end of it, mostly in technology, is that design actually serves a hugely defining function in what product is and what and how it can be meaningful and useful and effective. Which, you know, the FedEx logo is you know, iconic and, and recognizable and you know which truck it is. So there is some function there, but design for me has just grown into this dominant part of product development and right down to engineering. And that's, you know, I want to jump to what we call designers at post, like we call them product designers. And I want you guys to talk a little bit about that distinction and what, and what it represents.
3: The reason why we we landed on product design is that it really needed to encompass more than what you think of when you think of just design. When particularly when we're talking to clients who have may have limited or experience in, in working with designers or have their own ideas as to what you know what good design is, we really needed to expand that definition out to include beyond just what it looks like and how it works to, to actually how it connects to the larger vision of the product of how it works with the business strategy how it touches users but also needs to be able to connect to yeah. a, a larger meaning and a larger uh, you know effort from from a business
0: yeah now design drives to a large extent it's almost a key sort of propellant in the beginning of the process which is to me i mean it's new that's not that's not something that's been the case for a very long time
2: I mean, I think a lot of the work that we do now is essentially project or product management with pictures. It's being able to define a product visually and experientially and put that out into the world, bypassing a lot of the conversational time that it takes to get there. Um, It allows us to, to see things that are real and move things forward more quickly.
3: And I think you look at what's on runways and fashion design and say, like, who would ever wear that? Like, what's going on here? Like, it's completely not practical. But when you talk about textile designers and people who are actually constructing clothes that people wear, they're taking those influences from fashion design and saying, OK, how do we make this usable for people? How do we put this to where they live? And and to me, that's that's kind of the distinction between product design and design for me. Like design is a toolbox of color, type, emotion, you know, all the things that, that you would learn in school or, or pick up a design book and read. But how do you apply that? How do you put that together with a vision? How do you make that for people? That's really the, the, the sort of leap that you have to take when it comes to product design.
0: So Paul. Yeah. In the past we've talked about, we kind of like show it off because Postlight's awesome, that a lot of people come to us uh, and they don't know exactly what to do just yet. They, cool. have, they have a broader idea and vision they're not, exa- like, they're not coming to us with the blueprint. No, they, uh, sometimes
1: they come with a budget and a broad goal. Sometimes the goals are like, I need more revenue. Sometimes it's, we have to just fix the big mess that we made over the last 10 years. And right. sometimes it's, I have a new product.
0: It's around, you know, insurance. Sometimes, and, sometimes you have a great idea. We're just We just, you know, ended a phase with a client who just was so energetic about an idea and a vision. That's about all she had. She had like 40 minutes of monologue.
1: Well, they have a sense. The client has a sense that there's this gap,
0: right? And they got to fill
1: it somehow. What are the tools? Now, I think traditionally people, a lot of times when they think about tech and platforms, they just think, I need engineers. I need programmers. The builders. Yeah. Let's go get some builders and then we'll figure it out from there. And that's not actually how we work here. We We lead with design. Product managers run the engagements and designers drive them.
0: Here's the thing about this. You could spin and do do the whiteboards, like, for a really long time. And, and a lot of times, a lot of it is just getting people to calm down. Like, I know you have a lot of great ideas here, and they're all awesome, and some are in outer space, but, like, just chill for a second. And, hate, and I don't hate process, but, you know, you don't want to throw process at, like, that kind of energy and enthusiasm. But you do want to kind of ground it and give it, like, a path, like a track to go down. So there's this thing, Paul, and I learned about this like less than a year ago, um, called Google Design Sprints. Do you know what this is?
1: I do. I've been part of some.
0: Okay. I've only been part of one. Um, And they're interesting because they try to kind of put that sort of... I mean, first of all, there's a
1: book about them. There's a book and,
0: and it's pretty good and it's interesting.
1: So can one of you explain what a Google Design Sprint is? So Google Design Sprint
3: is a method that was sort of developed by Google Ventures uh, to really put time around a space uh, to get the people in the room to really work through a, a sort of feature set or idea or, or sort of things that need to be validated out in the world with the people who have the idea. So getting everybody in the room, sort of laptops closed, whiteboard you know, markers out to really define What it is we're doing, what are the jobs to be done, how do we put people in a sort of
1: workflow that makes Mm. sense, and how do we then test that out? So I want to make an app that lets grandfathers get hats that they pick online in the mail.
0: So is this, yeah, so like that idea comes into the picture. Is Is this a meeting? Like what...
3: So the way that the Google design sprint is is usually structured, and there's a couple of variations here and there, but it's it's five days and it's very much, let's get everybody in the room, let's clear our schedules, no cell phones, uh, we're going to bring in lunch, and we're going to work through a a pretty regimented path of how we're thinking about solving this Mm. problem. It is
0: not overly prescriptive but Mm -hmm. it
3: very much has a method and a way of thinking about things. Trying to put some boundaries and
0: really guardrails around this.
3: Absolutely. And getting everybody in the room to be a designer, to put on a design hat and really, you know, take all the pieces of design thinking and process and and apply it to a business problem.
0: So not just the designers are being asked to think that way, like you've got the business owners and, and whatnot. Just throw this out there. Are they in the room that group every day for the five days?
3: That's the
1: expectation.
0: And they're, they're Here, kind of a grind. Let's talk about the the panini sandwich on like Wednesday mm-hmm. with that same group. You've been in that with that group for two and a half days now. They order that luncheon. You know those wraps, and they say, "Oh, that's a spinach." tortilla thing mm-hmm.
2: is that what it is the, the just, Google Ventures book actually has recommendations on the lunch that you should kidding. have no I'm not oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not no. and it's important like you need to have high high energy high protein snacks no like, mashed potatoes no chicken <laughs> parm sandwiches <laughs> no mashed potatoes so like amazing. whatever panini you're envisioning in your mind yeah. like let's make sure that it's Google Ventures panini everybody okay. still
1: orders from Potbelly though
0: not, not the, the wrap is what I'm thinking about. it's purple and they're like oh this I is know. a veggie wrap because it's spinach like just a sun-dried tomato wrap
2: yes. I think yeah.
1: I think that's the one you're thinking. of. It's bullshit. Don't, it's, it's unfortunately you can't say sun dried tomato around rich. <laughs>
0: other they're a crime. I, you know, I want to ask this question though. Five days, same people in a room. I've been. In, I mean, you do an all day meeting one day, and it starts to become a grind. Like, how do you off? Like, how do you keep that energy? I mean, that's rough.
3: It's a challenge, and I think you know there are a number of specialists out that really help teams do this and, mm-hmm. and to do it well because it it very much is an embrace of. This process works for this kind of a thing. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, I mean, in my experience and and you know how I've I've seen other people run them, it, they become very much a an exercise of team building, mm. and getting everybody to understand what it is design is, and there's an outcome from that that I think is valuable and is helpful. But in yeah. a lot of ways, is starts feeling like design theater.
1: Yeah, define that a little bit.
3: What's design theater? So design theater is very much the, the process of, of looking at things through a design lens when you haven't done it that way mm-hmm. and really embracing it and, and learning along the way but in a way where it's not going to be useful, it's like taking an improv class. Like you're not going to join UCB. Like you're not going to do that. Like, but you took the class, and so you're like, "Oh, now I know something about." It. Okay. I think in
2: a lot of ways, this is why some people are allergic to the phrase "design thinking" these mm. days. It's seen as a businessy buzzword, but doesn't really mean anything because it's difficult to follow through on. That's the kind of design theater that we're talking about.
1: So you've got these things that feel really good. Like, oh, we have a great plan for an app, and we we figured out what the first five screens are going to be like. But then actually turning that into action feels difficult.
0: But help me out here. Like, is is are there? Desi- there are designers in the room. There are bona fide designers in the room. Do they say, "Give me two hours while you eat that wrap, and I'm going to design something, a wireframe, so I can show it to you, and we could talk off that." Like, you're all in the room together. Like, you bring your laptops and you do some designing. I I, I don't I don't I'm I'm not I'm not into this. Pro- I'm not I'm not fully getting it.
3: There are a lot of wireframes and a lot of whiteboards and a lot of here's how to draw a wireframe here's what uh, these see. boxes mean. this is why this has an X okay. in it. This is what fidelity means at this point, yeah. like you know high fidelity versus low fidelity it, It's a little bit of, of client education that happens That's what it sounds like in the room yeah. there's also a
1: lot of like stakeholder interviews and things like that where you're gathering real feedback and showing people things, but it's not it doesn't let you iterate and think,
0: yeah what's the artifact like what are you like oh this is good we got a good
1: yeah what's a successful google design sprint get you a successful google
3: design sprint lets you have a a prototype of some sort that you can then put in front of people and sort of gauge reaction Mm
0: -hmm. okay it's good for a week you know what it is you could really drift off and and not get control of A direction here it's it's you can you can do that and piss a lot of time away so at least it's forcing a little control it's sort of saying hey i'm gonna lock this door and you're staying in there until you come out with something it takes
1: a lot of people a week to return a phone call
3: it does it does i I think it's worth noting here though that even people who run Google Design Sprints know that it doesn't work for every problem. Mm. They're very explicit about these are the types of things that you should be testing with it. Don't make it too big, don't make it too broad. It's often focused on features and very specific pieces that can be carved out from a larger piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, the the most successful Google Design Sprint will result in another Google Design Sprint to say, okay, that didn't work. Let's take (laughs) the lessons from that and do another one and and figure out a real closer uh, you know more
1: accurate picture as to what we should be building
0: so let's stay together for another five days
1: are there other like what are these other so there's design thinking which is sort of very very broad at this point there's the d- design sprints like what are the other kinds of things that people do to work out ideas
3: thoughtbot has a, a product design sprint thoughtbot is a a global agency that works at a, at a lot of different cities but they, they have a playbook that they've developed and, and sort of post it online so that everybody can see mm. this is what you're getting when you sign up to do this with us. Nice, And, and it, I think it's very explicit. It, it, it borrows heavily from Google design sprints. It, it takes, you know, the pieces that work and, and applies their own method and their own ways of thinking about things and says, you know, we're going to build a website in, in five days and it'll be considered from a, a product perspective in a way that matches with how we build websites.
0: I mean, I have things I don't, I'm not attracted to, As part of this, what don't you like about it?
2: I find often these kinds of processes tend to just be looking for innovation for innovation's sake, or they tend to be, we we don't know what's wrong. We know something's not working, but like, let's all get together for a week and come together and talk it out and figure it out. And that's, I think there's a place for that, for sure, of like, if you have that kind of uncertainty about what the direction of your product is, you should do whatever it takes to figure out the clarity in that. Mm. But it's not successful necessarily necessarily as a design or product exercise to do that, to say, well, let's just find a feature that will shape everything and, and change everything. I think to Matt's yeah. point about the result of that may be doing it over again, that failure or at least not not a completely successful launch of that feature or even that entire product idea is a, is a big risk with that.
3: And I don't want to make it sound like failure is a bad Outcome here. I think you learn a lot through iterative approaches to design. I mean, this the the things that are in a Google design sprint are not inherently wrong in any ways, and and it's really just a, a set of tools that have been laid out in a specific timeline to get to a certain
0: result. It sounds like it's to get things going more than it is like, okay, we've got some, we've got a real picture here of where we want to go because it strikes me as like design really now the the professionals need to get to work to some extent because 12 days later you may find the design team comes back and it's like look guys there's a fatal flaw here and we need to talk through this
3: I think one of the the good outcomes out of a, a design sprint is that everybody's at least talking the same language at that point. They know what the yeah. designer means yeah. when they say low fidelity wireframes, and yeah. and when they point to the sort of guiding principles and say these are our users and our and the actions that they need to take and their jobs to be done. Like when we have a framework for saying how how might we do something like those are the right types of questions that everybody in the room should have. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to make it sound like the, these things are are bad or right. not part of right. a, a larger tool set that designers have in their arsenal. It just a, a Google Design Sprint itself is not always the right answer.
0: Yeah, you ever see those those like late night infomercials where the first part of it is in black and white and mm-hmm. it's just someone trying to use like a sandwich press. But all the food keeps oozing out of the sides. Right. Or they. they it's like, this they, will never work. And they, they
1: spill the entire basket of Cheetos in their lap. Yeah. Oh.
0: And it's just a bad scene. And then the right product shows up. And it's just, it's like, you know, the George Foreman panini maker or whatever. We're reaching that point now. We're going from black and white to color. Grill. It's just a grill. The it's George just a Foreman grill. It's there's, a grill. That's there's a right. really good
3: Reddit about this called where does the soda go and it's just <laughs> all the videos of the black and white versions of things, oh is of that true yeah. spilling things all over themselves very dramatically it's, it's that's fantastic. great
0: all right so we're we're done with the black and white part paul do you know why why because we have uh introduced our own take on this uh this sort of approach of like get in a room and i think it's really interesting and i want us to talk through it it's called post relay
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's Matt and scholars are the leaders of design at PostLate. Yeah. and they've been watching this world kind of for, you know, big chunks of their careers and they wanted to react to it and create something new inside of the organization so that when people come in and they're not quite sure what, what the next steps are, maybe more than just like you and me in a sales meeting going, I don't know, let's figure it out together give them give them a set of steps that they can follow something post can do to help and support them and, and at a certain point you both took it and you said you know let's we're going to do something we're going to we're going to make a new kind of intellectual product inside the organization so what is it
3: so people will come to us with ideas mm-hmm. and they very much need a solution on how to move forward what is the next step how do i build from here mm-hmm. And they may not have that answer. They may not have had that experience of, of actually building product and going through the process and seeing what it looks like and working with engineers and piecing it all together. And so Relay is is really designed to be design-led, engineering-validated, but very much a conversation around what is it that we should be building here? How do we get this into the hands of people to then validate that and and say that we're on the right track here and sell that vision? Make sure that People are equipped to carry forth their idea with true design thinking behind it through strategic vision and and have an actual plan to build it. How long is it? A relay is 10 days. Okay. That's our starting point. All right.
0: And you have a schedule you're thinking about. Oh, okay, yeah. I
3: want to
1: play a little game. Okay. Okay. Let me walk in the door.
0: My name is Dan.
1: This is a this is a do-gooder project. I have a a couple um, pet adoption centers for for pets that need some help and adoption and I want to match people to pets and I want to do this on the web and maybe on mobile and have some video and that's kind of about as far as I've gotten. I know I, I know that everybody's online and I know everyone's on their phone and I know that I have over you know I have 275 dogs and I want to match them to 275 homes and that's that's going to keep going every year. So I, Design Sprint sounds interesting. I have some funding. What, what are we going to do here? Get me started. So before you even walk in the door to start a relay Mm -hmm. there's a sort of getting
3: to know you stage um you know it's conversations it's a bit of a questionnaire it's trying to get a lay of the land as to what exactly you have today in terms of users interested audiences that you're looking at uh, you know what your inventory is here it's dogs Mm -hmm. right so given that what is then the next step what is what are we looking to have at the end of this relay And then we start by saying, okay, day one, let's all get in the room and completely understand that top to bottom. Everybody on your side, that's everybody on our side. It's product managers, product designers, engineers, and all of the stakeholders and interested parties on on your side to really... I'm going to bring 275 dogs into the office. Please do. How cute
2: are they?
1: (laughs)
0: Not cute. (laughs) I I want to, we glossed over this. There's an engineer in the room. Correct. Okay. That's interesting. So, yeah, this is
3: this is part of how Postlight works. Um, we are driven by design, but I think uh, as an organization, but everything that we do ha- touches engineering. We live in a world of reality of real constraints that are actually helpful for designers to have and to understand. Uh, and, and it's part of our process. We've been doing this for three years. And at every point when we start making a product, we are talking to engineers. We are understanding what are the data limitations? What is the structure today? What can we push on? What can't we push on? These are real questions that keep us grounded in the in the real world of product that other design sprints don't necessarily consider. I think that it's it's easy to start getting into the blue sky, green field, purple mountain area of
1: product thinking,
3: but it doesn't then connect back to Let's actually build the thing. Well,
1: are you going to share a dream or are you going to make a promise? The way the, the firm, the dreams are important and they're like dream focused design firms. Like think as big and broad and this might cost a trillion dollars or not be possible, but let's go there. And then there is the promise. Like we deliver the promise. Like, yeah, you see this, it can be built. It can be built in the time that we said it will be built and it can work as well as anything else that's out there or better. So okay so that's we're we're moving you towards a promise here like so we're going to get you somewhere where it can be built. This is exciting for me cuz I have 275 dogs and I I can't have that many dogs. Okay so what happens now? I come in the office we've had this conversation. I like you. I'm going to write you a check.
3: So yeah, we we start the relay and, and we that first day we have a sort of download of everything. Have everybody in the room understand what we're doing here, who's doing what understand jobs to be done, and then we spend time synthesizing that, coming up with a true plan, and then getting to work on that. So of the 10 days of a relay, we're expecting the sort of full team to be exposed to what it is we do and really have uh, heavy-duty feedback sessions Mm -hmm. for four of those days. Okay, We need time to work. We need time to actually put together some of these things and to actually – Validate, you know, do some some of our own user research, our own user testing of you know quick and dirty versions of prototypes, to really make sure we're we're making the right assumptions here and moving forward with that.
0: Okay, so you break up, you're not living together. You're you you tell the business stakeholders, this is enough. We've got a lot here. Um, we want to go make some stuff and come back.
3: Yeah, I mean, we think people are are busy. There's there's really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, more that they can be doing with their own business to to make sure that things are, are set up. You know, I don't know, bringing in the 20, 25 dog, like bringing yeah. in the dogs. I think
0: uh, it's also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's hard to do something really decent if you're just hacking it together in a room with five other people. Like it's going back to your station and... Going to work with a thought or an idea and taking a particular path in a focused way is meaningful, as I think. I mean, yeah,
2: as we were talking about defining the the time allotted for the relay, we talked about the idea of like headphone days. Of mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to go and put your headphones on absolutely, and do the work. Absolutely. So we absolutely. wanted to make sure that that was reflected here. That's part of how great yeah. work gets done. Collaboration is a key part of it, but it's not a hundred percent.
0: I completely agree. I mean, I agree also. Because this is post light relay, but I actually agree. I mean I mean, you yeah, you'll come back with a bunch of post-it notes and sketches out of the where you force yourself to stay in a room. But I think the professionals need to go and work a little bit and come back. So they you guys, you duck out, you do some work. Yeah, you know, what's the first thing you show the client?, Wait, what what day are we
3: at? This is day four where we have a complete product spec of what it is we're going to be building. Okay. In terms of the first version of these, the prototype from the relay, and how we're how we're going to then represent that. Okay. Detailing what is the workflow going to look like. Um, these are the steps that we're going to show. This is what the final project is going to look like when mm-hmm. you step away from this on day ten. Uh, you're going to have a a functioning prototype and a presentation deck to be able to walk around said idea to the mm-hmm. people that need that need to
0: see it. Okay. Um, and then you come back and you present and they react again.
3: Like- so the first presentation is a little more collaborative than
0: we've, we've solved it for you. Okay.
3: It's a, it's more of a progress check um, okay. to say, this is where we're at. This is, this is our gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're piecing together. Here's, here's our story. Here's a direction we're going in. Exactly. Just to make okay. sure that everybody's on the same page, that we're on the right track. Okay. And, and that we can feel good about what we have in 10 days. Okay.
2: This also draws from our experience doing this work on larger engagements or smaller ones, really all of the work that we've done here at Postlight. Any moment that we have for feedback with the client is really more about that gut check of saying, is this headed in the right direction? How do we course correct? How do we make sure we're taking the right next step forward? But it's even more crucial when we only have 10 days.
3: Mm-hmm. I think that's a core part of everything that we've done here at Postlight in three years. is is It's driving with conversations. It's it's really getting in there and, and understanding what it is we're doing. We're not standing up in front of the room and saying, "Look at look at this genius design that we've created." It's it's a here's what we've heard from you. Here's our vision.
1: Let's figure out where to move forward from that. And engineers have been checking in, so it's this can happen. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not. We didn't just go away and dream. Here it is.
0: It's one. I mean. It- um, a lot of times people, bless their hearts, they they, they think it's going to cost $80 and the vision is really big. Or they think it can happen in two weeks. <laughs> like you have to kind of right-size that early in the process and get to a more realistic place.
3: And that's that's the thing about Relay is that we're really not trying to solve every single problem in the room day one in 10 days. That's That's an impossible task. This is about making sure that we're selling the right vision and idea and representing that as a real thing that you can Mm -hmm. click that you can touch that you can get a get a sense of what it's going to end up being yeah it's not going to be pixel perfect it's not going to be you know with beautiful branding from day one but it will right although it might be it could be we we do that too you may kill it (laughs) we uh we try i mean we try really hard to to think uh in in things that look and feel real because that is D- design is communication and the best way to communicate an idea is to be able to believe it when you see it. Yeah,
0: and- this is, I think, a key point. Wireframes, they're great to whip something together and whatnot, but when it starts to feel like the real thing and you can actually click, that is a big, big deal. The conversations it spawns and the connection it's looking to make is is very, very different.
1: Gather, what's week two like?
2: So week two is more iteration. We take the feedback from week one, continue working, continue validating our work, and then come back to the full team to make sure, again, we're on the same page, we're on the right track.
3: We also take that that learning and those initial steps and put them in front of actual people, in front of the users, and, and try to just get some gut checks from them as well. It's not just about... What does the, are we meeting the business goals? It's can other people use this? You know, we've, we've done this with clients before where we've flown people out to really sit with people and put prototypes in front of them that were kind of whipped together, but very much uh, the expression of what it is that we're trying to build and saying, do you believe in this? Like, do you think that this is a thing that you want? And, you know, we'll get feedback that says, I, I, I want this yesterday, give it to me now. And that's powerful to be able to come back to, yes, people, you're right. This, this idea has legs. Also, put that in, in the presentation. Put that in, and say, this is why we need to go get some funding for this because people are ready.
1: Right, because ultimately we're building a tool for people to get buy-in. Whether Or maybe they need the buy-in from themselves because they're going to spend some money on it. Or maybe they're going to walk it around.
2: I mean, that's part of how we view design here in general is figuring out what the right way to communicate for the goal is mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's wireframe sometimes it's prototype sometimes it's completely high fidelity pixel perfect for this because the goal is to communicate an idea of a product of a real product out into the world we try to get to the right fidelity for that the right way to communicate that idea
0: relay <laughs> so we're at day 10 what am i walking away with at the end of day 10 you would get your
3: Clickable prototype as well as your presentation deck and nothing should be a surprise at this point because we're involving the clients at every step of the way with regular check-ins uh, you know that they don't require full meetings but do require some some feedback and some critical decisions that are that are made in those 10 days. Really, the end product should be a shared vision of this is what we built together. You, know, you, you went off and, and worked uh, your magic on the design side to, to make them clickable screens, but this is my idea. And this is not only you know, put together as a design, but is very much feasible from, a, from an engineering perspective how do we put that together in a presentation that can share that vision further than just the people who are in the room that were involved in the process? That's, that's the last day, really making sure that we've, you know, crossed those T's and, and dotted those
0: I's. I think, look, I, I'm just reacting as a, as just someone outside of the world of design and as a business person and as a product thinker, the idea of putting constraints around an effort, but also letting the professionals go work, I think is, is the key tweak here. And it with time frames and commitments is a very big deal. I mean, you know, they talk about how, you know, the engineers will fill up whatever time you give them. For design, I mean, the subjectivity around it and, and the sort of open endedness could go. I mean, you can go. Let's,
1: on and on. I mean, let's be real about what we're doing here, too, right? It's, it's very hard
0: to get buy in.
1: People, Skylar was talking about this earlier. Like, you can't describe a product in words, it doesn't work. No. People who work in the field can understand it, but everybody else is like, that sounds great. And, and then they're they're wondering what the hell you're actually talking about. And yes. I know this because I've had to do it, and it's, it's a disaster. Design is the only communication medium that actually works to, to let people know what a technology is supposed to do. Yes. And so you're never going to get buy-in in a big organization with your vision written down on a card. On a, yeah. And sometimes you can just go take screenshots of competitors and be like, "We're going to do this."
0: But you put the arrows in. Yeah,
1: it's just not like <laughs> it doesn't work. You need a tool for walking around, and yes. that's what this really is, right? Like it's a blueprint. It's going to change when people go to build it, but you're giving people a communication tool.
2: We're we're all nodding. Yeah. Agreed.
0: I want to end this with a service announcement and a question for both of you. We're hiring designers. We're always looking for great designers at Postlight. Right. We are in New York City, and if you love to do design work and this kind of design work where you're you're inside, uh, reach out to us. Which leads me to my closing question. How would you define a great product designer?
2: A great product designer in general is somebody who can think in a lot of different ways who can understand a product and a problem from different perspectives, who considers things in in different dimensions. Um, Somebody who can approach things from a business perspective, from an aesthetic perspective, from a user perspective. Um, Having a combination of all of those leads to great work and great design.
3: For me, I think it really is about leadership and, and leadership with a lowercase L. I think being able to recognize when you, as a, as a product designer, what your role is, what you're doing at any given moment, whether that's with an internal team, trying to, you know, get everybody on the same page and understand what it is that we're building, you working with clients, educating them on what design looks like, what it is that people are expecting to see, being able to, to lead a conversation about design. All of those things are critical for for what we're looking for for product designers here. And, and we've we've built a team around that. We we don't have a creative director at Postlight. That's not part of how we think about design as a discipline. We trust the people in the room and we put them in a position to be autonomous and make the right calls for our clients. And that's a rare thing to find. Uh, and, and we've really built out a team centered around
0: that. <laughs> run with that um, this was great um, I, I think there's a lot people can take away in a universal sense even beyond what we're doing here at Postlight. Um, well if- you need a, I mean you need a process you need constraints don't lie to yourself
1: that it's all going to get solved but the key thing is to get a tool that you can use for communication
0: yep thank you so much guys this was a lot of fun and yep. very very informative
1: thanks for having us we're excited to talk about Relay more
0: yeah it's been great
1: hey Rich just before we go hello at Postlight.com.
0: Postsite.com slash relay if you want to learn a little more about No, this.
1: that's right. That's yeah. right. We'd yeah. love uh, we've already gotten quite a bit of interest and we want to talk to more people who want to solve big design problems in a big hurry.
0: Have a great week, everyone. Bye.